country with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this. But this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America by Chicago's own Emmanuel Barbie. A graduate of Northeastern Illinois University, Barbie addresses key ways we back our families and communities. But unlike so many other books on this topic, Barbie captivates his reader, presenting solutions through a riveting life story. It's entertaining, it's different, it's exciting. The perfect book club selection. Don't be left out. Get your copy of The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. Order today at Amazon.com. Greetings, family. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. If you are new to this channel or podcast, then please subscribe and share our content with your friends. This will help grow our audience. I have provided a written transcript in the group with the same name on Facebook for those of you who don't speak English or so that way you can have a, um, you can read it for yourself, the, the written um, speech. I also cite all of my sources under show and prove um, section where you can find all of my work under the about section on my YouTube channel. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from the podcast community. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships, grants, housing, and legal services all for free. Our goal this year is to raise 500000 for our film project, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. I would like to thank those of you who have donated to our film project already. I encourage people from my friends list and people in my social groups who want to be part of our film project to please send me your email address to my Facebook inbox. We will hold a private conference through Google Meetings to discuss the best methods of reaching others via social media, people on your friends list, donors, and local businesses. I am just sharing information about our film project through our virtual store, our nonprofit, Gurkai of Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, through our PayPal page, and my author page. Those of you who work with us will go down in history with me and Sister Renee. I don't have another 29 years to waste. I want to talk to people, talking to people who don't care. 
I'm trying to reach brave and smart, like-minded black people and African people who are woke. Rakaio Chicago mission is to help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through our programs and services. Our objective is to build a bridge between the diaspora and continental Africans through art, culture, and commerce. Rakaio Chicago will be in the business of creating docudramas, short films, theater, photography, fine arts, music, poetry, literature, sculpture, and dance for inner city youth and their families. Once this virus is cleaned up, we plan on launching African tours in order for us to move from behind a computer and make real connections with our global black family on the continent, starting in South Africa. So I need my South African friends, that's on people that's on my friends list, especially if you're an um, African entrepreneur, to connect with me. This is real. I'm going to bring the diaspora to the continent. I created Gurkai. I'm sorry. I created Gurkam, the grassroots community activist movement, because I got tired of all of the division among black people. Pan-Africanism was not working for black people. I wanted to, to start a new movement for black people to unite based on individuals who care about solving black issues. I created Gurkham in 1991 on a site called Gopher. I wanted to create an organization that focused on specifically on solving black issues in America. I wanted to connect with other like-minded black Americans, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Europeans, African immigrants, and African Latinos throughout the diaspora. This is a podcast where we talk about solving black issues, African issues, using a spiritual perspective as it pertains to the great awakening of our people that has been prophesied. Our objective is to get our film project fully funded and, and play it by year during COVID-19. Once this virus is cleaned up, then we will shoot our film and promote our film in selected theater, movie theaters and sell our DVDs. Together, we will put Gurkham on the map and turn my vision for Black America into reality. I understand that many of you have families and are working two and three jobs to make ends meet. If you are, if you are unable to participate, no worries. When you are able to listen, please um, leave a comment, good or bad, and share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Tonight's segment is entitled Chaos at the State Capitol. I want to talk about the chaos which took place last Wednesday, January 6th in Washington, D.C. I want to warn my listeners about being prepared and give an analysis from a black perspective. Whatever you do, please stock up on canned goods, vegetables, and toiletries because we don't know the outcome of these events. So be prepared if a civil war breaks out or if martial law will be instituted. Prep for your health and well-being before the inauguration on January, on Wednesday, January 20th. Everyone has seen the chaos which happened last week in Washington, D.C. 
we have not seen nothing yet. The next crisis would be food shortage. In 2021 and beyond, the grassroots community activist movement will be promoting a policy of global black unity, ownership, and community support. Our objective is to be in a place where we own everything. We consume and we support one another. We're reaching out to our group members and listeners and would like to encourage them to support our film project. Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. Why? Because that's um, basically that's coming from my book. But unfortunately, a lot of our people don't like to read. So I'm just trying to take my uh, story to the next level. And that's trying to get it on the uh, big screen in order to reach the masses. Now, once I start making money, mark my words, everybody's going to want to be a part of this um, organization. But I'm going to just say up front, ain't nothing changing. Everyone will be screened. Because, I, again, I do not associate with con artists, hardened criminals, urban terrorists, rapists, pedophiles, that kind of met. Those type of people are not allowed up in my organization. And I'm just being real. Um... Keep in mind, community support is where we have to go. And please understand, when you're supporting our YouTube channel or our podcast, you're supporting an independent black network, which will eventually employ black people in our films, stage plays, and in our actual business. I need African entrepreneurs, especially South Africans, to come, come on the show and promote your businesses and ministries to the diaspora and vice versa. With that being said, we got a lot of things to talk about. For those of you who have watched the videos about the Trump insurgents who attempted a coup in Washington, D.C., Trump supporters stormed the U.S. United States Capitol building. There was no National Guard dispersed. White supremacist groups walked through the the Capitol building with very little resistance. We saw the police remove barriers in order for pro-Trump supporters to enter the building. They, they had automatic pistols, bombs, and plastic ties. With the murder of Capitol Hill police officer Brian Sticknick, everyone who entered the Capitol building is guilty of murder. The mainstream media is trying to, to plant a false narrative. Mainstream media have compared the response to the way police respond to black protesters, like the Black Lives Matter uh, protests. When a black person is alleged to have looted a store during a protest, we are met with armed Vehicles, military presence, and guns pointed at us. They use rubber, rubber bullets, smoke bombs, but with the mega crowd, 
None of that occurred. And many people are pointing out the hypocrisy. We're going to get empty lies about an open investigation. You can't get no more insurrectionists than to storm the United States Capitol building. Here is where black people fall for Demo Democrats acting surprise. The Democrats are just complicit with this mess as the Republicans. The, re the Democrats embolden these white supremacists. Do the research. Most of these killings in black, of black people are done in Democratic-run cities. These Democratic prosecutors, mayors, and uh, district attorneys turn a blind eye to all of these road cops harming black people. They know they knew law enforcement have, has been infiltrated by white supremacist groups. Now that white supremacist has ran up into the Senate building, it's nothing for them to run up into a black elected official's home. This is why cooning don't pay, because when white supremacists don't need them any longer, all of a sudden, they want to slide back into the black community. No thanks to the members of the Congressional Black Caucus, because they haven't done anything for black people. Uh, do the research. That's the price you pay for allowing, allowing criminals to infiltrate law enforcement. They had a mission and they were bold enough to execute their mission, all because they were on code. We have to get codified as black people and have to stop this plantation nonsense, otherwise we will be annihilated in America. This is history repeating itself. The night Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, the insurrectionists went after his cabinet, the vice president, secretary of state, etc. They were attempting to de decapitate the US government in one night. After the Civil War, Robert Lee was allowed to go back to Virginia. He became an Ivy League professor teaching insurrection to the next generation. Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy, did a brief prison sentence. President Andrew Johnson decided to give him a pardon. This guy led the largest insurrection that the country ever seen. And now it's been a second insurrection. Donald Trump has done black America a favor. He has woke the black masses. The United States has always put up a phony front to the world, lecturing China about human rights abuses when America is killing black people on video for the world to see. There is a segment of the population who is never told that they're wrong and they are never punished. I guarantee you won't hear Joe Biden making a pledge that this unprecedented attack on the nation's sovereignty is going to be punished. They need to 
be hit with sedition and terrorism charges, but none of them are talking about introducing legislation that will criminalize white supremacist groups. They committed treason against the United States, but many of them are out on bail. Notice, none of the right-wing evangelical Christians like Paula White are criticizing their own party for storming the Capitol building because they are all on code. We already have the RICO Act and the Patriot Act on the books to go after them. Instead, we have journalists from the Washington Post saying this is government overreaching. Black people need to stop agitating the situation. I'm just reading between the lines. Clearly, we're not against the attempted, they're not a, uh, against the attempted coup. What happened on Wednesday was a massive crime. They're making a few arrests. There was thousands of people involved. This is a perfect example of white privilege. Part of that incentive is that they can get immunity from the law, even treason. I am from Generation X. Our gen generation is the first generation of Americans born after the Civil Rights era. We were supposed to be the generation who would be part of the post-racial society, but it was a lie. The dominant society expected us to play along with what happened was we started to wake up. This country propaganda, propaganda arm is mainstream media, which is the white media. They gave the image that race relations were improving until they murdered Emma Till. It all came to an end when they assassinated Dr. King. History books don't mention the murder of Fred Hampton. If you are upset with Donald Trump for his blatant racism, then you should be equally upset with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for theirs. Joe Biden spent 35 years in the U.S. Senate and every day was spent attacking black people through legislation. And he was promoting, promoted eight years as vice president. In contrast, Kamala Harris spent 25 years using the laws Joe Biden wrote in order to attack black people. You have both of these career politicians weaponizing the law against us. The racism that Donald Trump has galvanized did not begin with him. What that means is once he is out of office, the problem will continue. The real threat are the ones who pretend to like us and sympathize toward our issues like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Neither Joe Biden or Kamala Harris done anything about road cops killing black people like Patrice Richardson or Oscar Grant. We are, we are unprepared to fight white supremacists, not because we lack the resources, but rather be, because we lack will 
the will and force. Focus. Many blacks desire to be like by the oppressor class, then being totally free. Anytime someone tries to tell you that America's record on race was better before Trump, ask them when. Ever since the gains, the gains our people made during the civil rights movement, both political parties entered into a partnership to weaponize the law against us. All 50 states passed laws. If you were convicted of a felon, felony, you could not vote in that state. Then they began mass incarceration. Um, I'm going to say back in the uh, the mid 80s and 90s, of black people writing laws to criminalize anything a black person does to make sure it ends up as a felony. That that took them off the voters voter rolls, which means they don't have the ability to elect someone into public office. This will, um, all of this stuff that uh, took place, like I say, uh, last Wednesday was horrible, but um, this is the day and age that we're living in. Black people, right now, I just want to talk to those that's woke the ones that want to remain asleep, you know, we can't help them. We pray for them. We show them tough love, and we get, we're going to have to keep it moving. Um, I've been on Facebook for 16 years. I created all, all of my social groups, both my Christian groups and my secular groups, both represent the grassroots community activist movement. I have this... Um, organization on other uh, social networks um, I'm gonna say back in um, probably let's say two now 2000 um, between 2004 and 2005 I noticed that a lot of my groups were starting to get shut down and um, I used to be on black planet for a while and you know it was popping on there for for a minute but um Sure, sure enough, a lot of those sites was being um, shut down. The groups were um, being wiped out. So that's how people that's on my friends list, especially those that's in my social groups on Facebook, exchange emails with me so that way we can stay connected. That's very important because eventually they're going to get rid of these uh, groups on Facebook. And that's why I want to make sure I have my um, my online um, group members to be able to connect with me on my Twitter page. All you have to do is type in, uh, I go by uh, Emmanuel29, that's E-M-A-N-U-E-L, the number 29 on Twitter. So you can connect with me on there. Um, again, but the best way to really connect with me is through emails, to exchange emails with me so that way we can stay connected. Um, again, too, I want us to move this organization from behind a computer. Yes, it's been extremely tough, you know, trying to find other like-minded people because 
I'm going to be real. I know a lot of people are afraid. But this is um, not, that's why I want to screen people because I don't want the, the ones that want to um, call themselves, want to fight um, head up with the uh, white supremacist and, you know, all that kind of stuff because we're not in a position to do that. They, you know, the laws are on their side first and foremost, and plus we're our only 12% of the population. So, black people that's truly woke, our best effort is to reconnect with our ancestral homeland, which is Africa. I want the best of the diaspora because when we go to Africa, we want to help uh, improve the African um, infrastructure. Roads, bridges, um, help with um, wind, solar, uh, technology, bring those type of things, and create jobs for you know our local um, brothers and sisters. That's why I want to go there. I'm not just going there just to um, leave America. And I want us to apply for dual citizenship because our ancestors are the ones that built this country. Now, again, a lot of us are not going to be able to leave, even though if they wanted to, because um, they might have a felony. And that's how come I'm saying uh, in this uh, Christian uh, business, we're going to have a second chance program for ex-offenders, for nonviolent crimes, um, homeless individuals in the community, and former gang members that's truly, you know, that put down, you know, um, killing other black people and all those things. But Bottom line, I want to screen everyone because I want to make sure uh, people are going to be on the up and up with me. And if you're serious about being part of this organization, I'm asking everyone, everyone that's on my friends list, um, everyone that's in my social groups, especially my Christian groups, Light of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network. Purchase my ebook on Amazon.com. Read my story for yourself. If you agree with uh, the vision that um, my Lord and Savior has given me, which is Jesus Christ, his other name is Yahshua, then make yourself known. Again, I just want us to uh, make a quality film. I want to talk about my experience. Well, not talk about it, I just want to show it on film about, you know, my story. We're not going to be if in my, uh, like I had in my book, and I believe, you know, this is spiritual warfare at its best. We're not going to emphasize, you know, um, or glamorize the lifestyle of being a, a criminal because that's what's uh, getting our young people caught up. That's why a lot of us, are, uh, our young people are in jail, uh, increasing that mass incarceration. Because they are trying to make um, fast money. And, you know, it's a lot of money out there. But, you know, you're going to get caught up. It's a trap. And so to me, that's like, you know, you're volunteering to be a slave. 
So, again, yes, I can't reach everybody, and everybody's don't want to be part of the solution. The Grassroots Community Activist uh, Institute, we want to raise that bar. That's why we're bringing it to the inner cities. And I'm trying my best to reach out to our um, black middle class professionals because that's who they need to see as role models. Those are the ones that got the talents and skills to help make this organization successful, um, effective, and productive. And that's the um, same group of people, black middle class professionals, I want to bring also over to uh, the continent, the best of the uh, diaspora, to help um, improve the infrastructure in Africa. Because uh, um, we want to go out to those shanty towns in uh, South Africa and help build up uh, standard um I would say apartments, something that something where um, our people can live uh, in, with dignity. That's what I want to do, and not and just we want to make South Africa um, an example, so that way we can expand it to ten other African nations. I hope I can do all of this within my lifetime. Again, it's been twenty nine years that I've been reaching out to black America and they, a lot of them are just, you know, still looking at me dumbfounded and, um, you know, taking me for joke. But again, you know, I'm doing the best that I can within my uh, power, praying about this stuff, asking God to please connect me with brave and smart, like-minded black people and African people to come forth to work with me and Sister Renee. I do have um, a lot of contributors, well, a handful, 